Sometimes the universe is a little too difficult on us. Some days you almost think it's impossible to make it like everything around you is going wrong and that there is no hope left at all. But one must keep rolling because life becomes a little easier when you have someone to share the load with and when you least expect it. The rains will go away like they were never here and then all will be sunny like the story of the summer. Alive and kicking with Rahul Bamni. New episodes every Friday. Welcome Nikita to Alive and Kicking. Uh it's a podcast where we share opinions, perspectives, stories and we feel it's no better time to do this than 2020 when we are sitting in our homes locked. Uh I hope the lockdown has been kind on you. It's I mean, has it been kind on anyone? <laughs> I mean, it's okay. That's the question. Surviving. Surviving. Yeah. Surviving. Alive and kicking. Alive and kicking. Alive yeah. And kicking. <laughs> uh but thank you so much for really taking out this hour it really means a lot to all of us who are on the team and to me especially that you're doing this uh 11 kicking is a space uh where people who have somehow impacted my life or have had great conversations with come and you make it to the that list of nine people uh and i am so <laughs> tissues tissues <laughs> and i'm so glad uh that you do you know it, it I think I I don't think so I have I do have a lot of other people who are as passionate as you uh but I think there's a different fun in just discussing uh these things with you you know and uh, uh before I begin I'm going to say this episode is called youth among the young uh which I think what you are and a lot of others I know are you know they are although we do belong to a generation or we do belong to a phase in life where we call ourselves young but we are not youthful enough to really uh, take it to our heart uh, you know and and do things that we feel really passionate about so you do that and which is why you make it to this podcast and there are some issues like you mentioned <laughs> before that uh, that you don't have to be passionate about every cause you can be passionate about one cause or two mm. causes you know two causes and that is still fine right so i think taking that ahead we are going to be discussing a lot in this episode um before i uh, start with the conversation i have to tell uh, the audience that i know nikita since 2015 uh, nikita is a psych graduate we did arts together in junior college and then she went on to do psych and then i went on to do uh, bmm she's a great orator i have known her for 4 years and i've had the pleasure of growing alongside her uh and seeing the and she's had the pleasure to see me make so many mistakes terrible mistakes yeah. <laughs> and and see me correct myself and grow as a person so we're going to talk about your mistakes <laughs> no, are no, you no, paying no. me <laughs> for listening to you but but yeah i mean for for the very fact that you know uh, you've seen me grow as a person for f- last 5 years i also have to say that you are extremely sensitive you are very aware about uh, yourself about everything that's happening around and moreover you are forgiving uh, you have uh, you've constantly and when we'll get to that about you know when we talk about corrections and everything but but these are really three great qualities about you um i have to say uh, nikita has worked with uh, sesame workshop india uh, which is a non-profit organization where she was uh, doing qualitative research uh, on nutrition and she went on 
she actually ha- went down to Dharavi. She spoke to people there. They took out time for you know your organization and spoke to you about nutrition and the needs that they have. You have also uh, worked in Manav, uh, which is an organization situated in Grand Road, about mental illness. Uh, uh, and this is not for children. This is for adults, right? Uh, you are yeah, like rehab. It's like a rehab facility. I mean, it's not like rehab after the illness. So they basically are not like um, very, very into the illness. Like they have, they have recovered. So just like helping. Yeah. So, so it's you, yeah. exactly. Um, you've been there. Uh, you have also worked in Keto. Uh, uh, in in 2019-2020, you did that, uh, you know, I think between November, December, Jan, around that period. And then yeah. you are currently with Azadi yeah. International uh, right now, 2020. Uh, that's a lot of, <laughs> lot of NGOs. I haven't worked. Uh, I only, I think, have worked with only one. And you have managed to do so much. Uh, and some of them probably have been paid. Some of them have been unpaid. And you've you went ahead and did your bit, right? So you, she's done all of that, and and she's a psych graduate, and 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 she's planning for a future in psych uh, that that she spoke to me about very in depth so that's nikita nair uh, you look so tired you're just like <gasps> that's nikita nair <laughs> yeah i was just like uh, yeah <laughs> just get it over with what <laughs> i already feel tired but uh, and she's she's alive and she's kicking how how has the lockdown been nikita i how have you been dealing with it uh, has it taken a toll on you are you have you taken a toll on the lockdown what is it so uh, i mean initially like when the lockdown happened and it was like you know there's a lot of um, uncertainty as to when is it going to ha- end or you know and i was um, at home for a while um, so it was like the same thing it did not affect me that much like I was at home so I was still had to stay at home but then like one thing that um, I made sure of was like not having any like rigid goals I didn't want to have like any rigid goals I didn't want it to be like um, oh I have to like get abs or like get ripped or like you know just just follow a diet or anything for me it was just like this is a pandemic and I just need to like get through. chill and like yeah just like get through I don't really have to you know, have to create something or be a part of something. And you because, like, we live in a capitalistic society and it's always, like, we even the hobbies that we like, the languages that we are learning, like, a lot of people, like, we tend to focus more on... That's what I personally believe. I'm not... No offence to anybody. But then we're never really interested in learning our vernacular languages if I say so, like the language in India or just anywhere, it's all about, oh, maybe I should learn like Japanese or maybe I should learn Spanish so that it helps me when I migrate to another country. It's always about like job, career. It's never about, oh, maybe I'll just learn this just for the sake for of learning. it, just for the sake of it. Yeah. Yeah. For the sake of it. So uh, for me, lockdown, I did not like put any rigid goals, even with my friends, like we were always talking and we were like, we don't really have to have like solid measurable goals it's okay if uh, it's okay if we're just like eating on time we are it's okay if we don't have like a correct sleep schedule it's fine like you know like there's a lot of um shit going down in the yeah. world 
सो इट्स फाइन जस्ट लाइक सर्वाइविंग इज द होल पॉइंट ऑफ दिस एंड इफ यू गेट टू एंड आई आई लिव इन अ प्रिवलेज फैमिली वेयर यू नो फॉर मी माई हाउस इज अ सेफ प्लेस एंड आई एम वेरी कम्फर्टेबल इन इट विच अलॉट ऑफ पीपल डोंट हैव दैट um so i could spend a lot of time with my parents my parents both work all the time and they have like very different shift timings so for us it was like a good time where we just um were focused a lot more on cooking or watching a lot of movies and series so i think lockdown was kind of good for me um but then like i so uh, learning wise like i said like i do want to i'm like changing my own standards of like learning or career or whatever in the sense like i don't want it to be capitalistic i want it to be more i want it to be more learning based and i f- want to focus more on the process and not the result so so i did few courses on online just because i wanted to like learn and like you know things i was interested in which i've never done before um so yeah that did help Yeah you you actually you actually told me about them right and and there's one which you did in social justice yeah. in psychology something re- related to psychology the other one yeah uh, yeah so the social justice yeah. so there's like two so there's um one is one is feminism and social justice and yeah. the other one is love as a force of social justice and there are so many things that i learned in it which um i did not really think of oh maybe like i am uh me like i'd not go into it with a point of view that this this will help in my career but then just learning but it did actually i mean it just like so one of the things in love as a force of social justice was um like we live our life in like um in like smaller events like every mundane activities that we go through is life like for example you know like in in college us traveling back home coming back uh, coming to college us sitting for lectures walking from uh, college to cherny road station all these are like really important small parts of our life but we usually view life as oh wedding um birthdays you know big big events but life is yeah. actually all about like really small events not so you so you're saying we don't give uh, the small events in life the due importance that they yeah, should be given yeah like a small walk on the beach hmm. you know like yeah. like eating pani puri with a friend or something something as yeah. tiny as that you know yeah and also like i so, so that's what like i learned is and also like serving so whatever i am doing right now so i used to get really annoyed if my dad was like oh can you like make me chai or can you do this or you know things like that but then after learning the like going through the course and reading i was like oh like i don't really have to put like all my energy and effort into like big big things as like celebrating his 50th birthday or like it's it just have to be has to be like small small things um so whatever i do it has to be uh, it doesn't matter if you have an audience or not it just has to be those small small things and the effort that we put into it like life is all about the smaller events not just huge events. or big events yeah so i think like i have i'm i um yeah so basically that i don't know how to sum it up <laughs> but yeah no no but you know there's no need to sum yeah. it up I mean, there's a lot uh, going on obviously and and i love the fact that it's a it's a certificate or a paper called love as a force of social justice it's amazing to even think of it at the beginning and then you did something on feminism and social justice as well right yeah. so so all the more credibility for the fact that you're here to talk to us about why we i mean women uh, and so 
initially you know i thought oh, I, let's name this episode uh, uh, women and world or you know and then i thought you know it would be again boiling down your entire life to this one point of women empowerment and the world and i thought you're much more than that you're more about the knowledge you're more about casteism you're more about uh, corrections and learning and growing so all of these factors come into point so thanks for thank you so much for sharing the bit that you've actually gone through those kinds of certificates that that really do make i mean to be honest you know people need to know why they should listen to you and tomorrow if i start talking about mari biscuits i should probably have like read about mari biscuits researched about mari biscuits and then ten, can tell people if they are good or no so i think really a, a lot of credibility comes into this um, so thank you so much nikita for that you told me um that you rahul you should see marsha p johnson's documentary and and i'm really sorry that i haven't been able to see it but i did make it to see the trailer okay and 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 i it is it is ex, it is really amazing uh, i remember this one uh, evident dialogue that came out was uh, a lot of trans people have been murdered and they are crying out of their graves asking for justice yes and then and this is a documentary which is on netflix it's the life and death of uh, marsha p johnson um, who is a trans woman black trans from. yeah black, black trans black yeah. trans woman yeah. and and it's uh, her death uh, and the, it sort of created a spark of controversy and now you know even now people do talk about it and it's i mean and what what a what an irony right we are we currently somewhere living in that scenario where a lot of a huge part of the world around us is discussing a personality's death and and trying to find reasons uh, you know uh, to it so I, so i think um, let's begin with that right let's begin with uh, transgenders and this goes back to us this goes back to you and rohan introducing me to uh, shrimati uh, so many years back and you you asked me to come along and you know Uh, say you asked me to be a part of that interview and i'm so glad that you did because i was like this close like i was sitting here shrimati was sitting there and she was i think if i'm not wrong a 20 21 year old transgender woman from tamil nadu and and we were like 18 year olds 17 year olds uh, trying to just just we were i think we were just a little curious uh, so so thank you for introducing me to shrimati i i'll, I'll just let people know that we we interviewed uh, shrimati who is a trans woman uh, about 3 4 years back mm. and 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 this just tells me a lot about you as a person nikita that you're you're extremely sensitive and concerned about the transgenders which is the so called third gender in india uh, you know what 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 do you think we are, where do you think we are as a nation when it comes to transgenders and their rights um so i think Uh, if you're talking about any marginalized community, uh, it's like really important. Like the the thing is, okay, and I, uh, I'm just like going to take a step back. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, like a lot of times, what happens is what is unknown to us. People don't want to. People just want to sympathize and like just like get over with. You know, if we see somebody in the train or just like anywhere, we're just like, oh my, oh that's so sad, like that's so poor. But then, other than that, we just that's just sympathy and that's just momentarily there. And um, uh, with any marginalized community uh, identities, it's very important for people to uh, 
go into the community and to understand their challenges what usually happens is as privileged um, upper class or like white men or women what we usually do is we just make assumptions of what is going on in their life and what bits and pieces of what we know okay so even with like uh, shrimati um, so it was not something that i wanted to do or like it was like my life goal or anything it, it was just like a evening i was coming back from college and they were sitting so there was shrimati and there was janki her mother not all mothers are uh, biological so um, uh so she was sitting with her mother and they were sitting on the food board of the uh, train so i was like hesitating oh my god like should i go and sit with them or like how do i talk to them because i have no experience talking to people and i didn't know if they will just inter- they'll be angry or what um so i just went and asked them hey can i like sit here and they were okay but janki was a little skeptical as to why is this person coming and sitting with me um and then we sat and we just like had a chat and i got to know where they are from so i am malayali and they were from uh, tamil nadu um tamil yeah so so she was speaking in tamil and i was speaking in malayalam so we were like understanding little bit of that at that point and later she was also speaking in english and then i just asked hey can you like is it okay if you can give me your number and then you know it then like you know i asked rohan i asked you that you know if you all want to come and join in and we could have like a conversation and everything and after that what happened was so i built a rapport with shrimati and you know like she uh, consented to talk to me and us that was the thing and then there were other people who read the my blog uh, article post and i remember i got a call from uh from a girl from jehind she didn't know me she got my number through one of my friends and she called me and she was like hey we read your article can you give me uh shrimati's number and i was like no <laughs> i mean the, that's the thing like i was like no. o- obviously not like i can't go around passing other people's number and especially ju- so the thing is like it's more of it's not their ident like it's not them as people it, it's them as topics and subjects is them as their identity so it's 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 about oh i need to make like a content out of them and that's it done so you go and we go and talk to them we, it it happens with any marginalized communities like we people go to dharavi for so many researches but is anything really happening there are their lives actually changing we just get our researches and our interviews get done but like there's no substantial changes going on you know so i feel like um in india elsewhere it happens same like uh, your our um uh, i mean it's usually said that hij- uh, the reason why hijras are uh, not accepted by the society or not um it's usually so i read this on alok menon's instagram he uh, they are a really like i since i followed them they have been this source of um so much of like brain what is it called like brain explosions yeah and and you know i'm so sorry to interrupt nikita but th- this is i just need to tell people that uh, nikita is addressing alok by the pronoun that they prefer uh yeah. and uh, alok is an instagram influence uh, lately an influencer but originally a a great individual who's trying to uh you know i think Alok has also been yeah. uh, also done poetry and stuff right uh, i've seen yeah. one of those poems that uh, they did and and 
and it's crazy that you bring alok up right so yeah, yeah. continue continue yeah so i remember reading like there's one book about uh, south uh, about gender and identity there was one book um so in that book it you like it basically says when the britishers uh, were looking so britishers wanted to control people uh, in their new colonies so they couldn't control hijras because you know they are not sticking to one identity they don't want to be in a box so it was yeah. very difficult for to control them so naturally you just demonize or like dehumanize them which is why there's a lot of uh, um, stigma stigma and yeah like, there's a lot of stigma around hijras and uh the lgbtq community and even in the lgbtq community when we watch uh masha p johnson's documentary it's like they were the ones who were uh in like very much they were in the forefront of the gay civil rights movement okay and then after it was, there was much awareness and everything like you know 1960s ke baad um once it was like you know a lot of people were accepting lgbtq people and the community later they did not even uh, call trans people onto the stage stages like the community itself so trans people have been uh, alienated not but just by the society but, but by, by the lgbtq community, community yeah. as well yeah so there's a lot of transphobia among people because they are scared or i don't know like it's there's a lot of uh, layers to it so which is why um, in the masha p in masha p johnson's documentary there's this part um where the person says like oh if it's if it would have been like a gay marriage the whole at the entire street would have been filled with people supporting and accepting and all these things but if, if there are so many black trans uh, uh transgenders being killed there are transgenders being killed there nobody like gives them justice or their perpetrators are just left free because nobody actually cares about a trans life and which is why the like you know in america and in india and everywhere people are advocating for their rights so now it's really important for people to also advocate for trans rights as not just like lgbtq but also trans separately. rights so so you separately as well because it's really important for us to make safe spaces for them so one of so like you mentioned about the pronoun so i have made this a conscious effort to like if i'm meeting anybody new i would like you know tell them hey i'm nikita and my pronouns are she and her so uh, so my friend uh, studied in america so that that's actually a practice over there in his class where people you know when they meet for the first time and like you know they just like say uh, so they just like uh, uh, talk about like tell mention their pronouns so as to not misgender people so like you know a lot of people think gender and sex are the same but it's not gender is a social const- construct so which is why like it's really important for us to not assume people's gender but asking them first you know nobody is going to and be offended by asking and that's the least you can do right and that's the least you can do i mean yeah and that's how you are that's one step forward to make a safe space and it doesn't really uh it doesn't cost you anything so one of the things that a lot of trans people uh trans uh, people have asked uh, from the community is that you know even cis uh, head people uh, uh, people uh, like you know uh, you and me uh, should put their pronouns in their bio so what happens is when only transgenders are putting their pronouns it doesn't make them you know sort of different or anything it's uh, all of us are putting that it's a norm basically we are cre- creating a norm and it's it's a safe space for everyone and even if we see somebody's account and there's like you know oh like she slash her or they them we know that this person supports lgbtq rights and is aware enough that 
it's a safe space and you know it's it's all, it all and like you know comes down to how how do we create a safe space in india we don't do that you know in india we don't we really take it for granted and like you even mentioned trans life for the very fact that lgbt is lgbtqia for you know for that matter of fact they are not even not just marginalized from the society transgenders get marginalized in their own Uh, community as well and yeah. and to make it more evident that like you mentioned hijra which is one of the communities uh, of the transgenders and and india yeah. has a lot of communities i think yeah. uh, we i remember discussing with you this one festival that happens in tamil nadu yeah. uh, you know and kothis and hijras and and and, the, and i'm not so much aware about those communities as much as they themselves would yeah. be uh, but there is so much that is undiscovered there is so yeah. and and just because we don't know about it doesn't mean that it is not uh, real it is not uh, true it it is not it doesn't have its life of its own right because yeah. like you mentioned uh, if it was a if it was a straight man if it was uh, a straight woman and uh, they were uh, murdered or they were killed and their cases would be taken to such a great importance right Absolutely, but if it's yeah. a trans life uh, that's treated as close to like a drop of water you know and and it's just gone that's 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 about uh, i mean that it really does make a huge difference and i'm so glad that we were able to be people uh, who could meet someone in real talk to them and like you mentioned we can't keep passing on numbers like this we act, i mean we took re- you really took the effort of reaching out to shrimati and probably if there's another person who really needs to get in touch with one they should make the effort exactly uh, and i've become and i've become so sensitive nowadays uh, after a long time is because every time i see a transgender at the signal uh, or if i come across one in the train uh, my attitude and my behavior has changed a lot i earlier when one would come across in the train one transgender would come across in the train i can sense the entire train just going back you know yeah. just just taking yeah. a back and yeah. and then i remember today after i mean years of just learning about them reading up a lot i it just feels very normal like i'm i'm standing at the train like this and you know just a transgender enters and i'm and completely fine yeah and i have i feel so safe around them like i would not feel safe around if i go to the gents compartment i never feel safe i always have to look around and you know be so like aware of my where my hand is where my body is is it touching your conscious yeah yes so usually i always find myself like you know being closer to, like if, if it's like an alien place i'm all like i i, I would if i'm waiting for someone at the station if they're like you know transgender people sitting over there i would just like go around and sit with them because i feel so much more safer around them than men and there was this one time um i was like getting into the train it was like morning lecture i was getting late as always and uh, i got into the train and then and i had to get this train so i got into it and if like i was a sort of outside but i was like really scared i'm not the kind of person to like hang outside or anything i don't i was just getting really scared and there was this um uh this uh, wo- woman and she basically like a transgender woman so, uh, so she was just like uh, like you know she got up there was a lot of crowd but she was sitting down so she got up and she kept her hand like you know like this so and i was like and i felt so nice and wo- like i was just like oh my god i'm like protected and that's like you know that's all i want like and i felt like often times it's always happened like you know when if they are 
I just smile and you know even if I don't have like money to give or I don't want to give I just smile and that's okay with them like you know instead of just like looking down or just like making faces it's fine to just smile but of course like everybody uh, the people might yeah, experience you know, different experiences and I do realize and I do realize that uh, y- us giving them uh, a rupee or no does not define our be our uh, even us even a small yeah. smile goes a long way it makes a huge difference yeah uh, even if yeah. you don't have a 5 rupee coin or a 10 rupee note that's completely fine as long as i've i've had yeah. i've seen so many men smirk uh, when when transgender yeah. pass by you know and make fun of them or whatever laugh on them and that's just demeaning i mean how would you feel if how would i feel or you feel if that happens to us right so so i mean thanks uh, and and we have well, i mean if we go on talking about it it's never ending because there are so many influencers out there people we know before we like move on from this topic like it's really important for all of us so just like addressing the lgbtq community in the whole like so i am christian and i follow um christianity um but i also know about how uh the lgbtq community has been ridiculed and humiliated and mocked and not dehumanized by the christian community so i when i hear stories like you know there's there's a show yeah. called queer eye and it's really good like if yeah so I, i think it's really important for us to see uh people from the community um as just common usual people just you know nothing fetishes i fetishes i follow ha you know like like nothing uh to fantasize like, about yeah uh, very like yeah not not dressy just like looking at them as people who yeah just like looking at them as like us so the point is like you know i think it's really important for us to consume uh, that kind of media if you're watching movies or you're watching shows it's it's important like that's one way we get over our homophobia or any kind of misunderstanding or misconceptions about any community for that matter So it's really important for us to watch videos or listen to their stories and listen to people from that community which is like one yeah so um um I remember uh, yeah I just remember watching broke back broke back mountain uh I which is a, which okay. is a movie uh where Gillen Hall I I don't know his Yeah and and oh, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal and Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. yeah the yeah, one, one who has like yeah 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 his name I'm so sorry but they they yeah they they it was it was Doesn't a movie matter, about yeah, you know two yeah. men falling in love and being in in straight marriages at the same time and they just meet meeting meeting on a yeah. farm oh. and you know building a relationship of their own and then going back to their good straight lives yeah and this was made long back right and i remember yeah. oh. so i'm so i was so glad to actually have watched something like that you know it was a different kind of a movie it was not a bollywood love story yeah so yeah so even like with bollywood and otherwise also it's really important for them to be re- represented yeah. in a positive light because usually there's been like so much of like re- uh, like slurs and so many like words that is like for them which has been used and it's like really important for not just representation equal representation but also equal opportunities should be given to people from like marginalized community including lgbtq um actors and actresses because often times we see 
on screen there are portraying yeah i remember in the movie super deluxe yeah, which i haven't actors. seen super deluxe and i really want to yeah, but i remember yeah. the entire debate around how it was it was a straight man portraying a trans woman or or the very yeah. fact that for over the years yeah. how bobby darling has been represented in in india so so i think exactly. we really need to change that i don't even know i mean we are expecting another movie called yeah. lakshmi bomb by akshay kumar Uh, where he is tra- playing a transgender and we obviously de- do debate about why you could have actually yeah. taken a real trans person to do yeah. that you know and we know enough of them we know lakshmi who is a part of big boss and she's been yeah. fighting for her rights we know gauri savant who was in the vix ad who adopted uh, a a girl you know uh, yeah who adopted a daughter and now she's ga- she's raising her up so we do know a lot of yeah. uh, women like that trans and women and bollywood has like enough resources like if you don't know them get to know them like if you can find other actors why not like it's not really difficult to yeah. find like actors and i'm pretty if, sure you know, pretty sure like you know as much as of as much as straight men and women are auditioning a lot of trans women exactly. uh, you know a lot lgbt yeah. people have also been you know auditioning for such roles and which is where we come to a point so, you remember how shrimati mentioned to us that she has been she was trying to find a job in a bank and she was not able yeah. to do that because for the only fact yeah. that she was a transgender also the thing is like you know a lot of like i said before that it's really important for people who are privileged to listen to them and to pass the mic like nobody is voiceless right now you know people who say be the voice for the voiceless nobody is voiceless it's just upper class people and the privileged people just taking up the space to create their own content what you got to do like you can give a platform where these people can come and talk about their issues or whatever they want to talk about so uh you know assuming people's problems or issues is really dangerous because there are a lot of people who think they have a good heart and do actually create a lot of damage so i had this one guy call me and tell me like you know just because he saw my blog article he was telling me that oh i saw this trans transgender person and you know they were they were doing like sex work and uh, i really want them to like you know get out of it get out of that system it's really bad for them and you know they should be given like dignity and all of these things and like you know i want the, this person to like get out of that system basically for us to assume that that sex work what they are doing is bad is firstly really wrong because you know if they think sex work is okay for them and it's their choice it's fine like you know it's fine yeah like we are no who are we who are we to judge yeah, yeah who are we to judge what is we nice. are not going to give them food and shelter every single day just because your sympathy yeah. you felt moved advocate for trans right advocate for these people that's the best you can do do not assume their needs or what is good or bad for them let them choose their own you know let them have their own choices don't make choices for them which is i think is very important in every uh communities or any marginalized section it's always this mm-hmm. feeling of supremacy and feeling this white savior complex where you white i mean savior complex where we just like oh we need to like protect these people from this we need to like protect them but what we are we what we actually end up doing is taking up a lot of space which can be actually given to them so just and, pass and the, at the same time yeah i same time also realize the time we tell ourselves that oh we need to protect them yeah. we put ourselves in a position of superiority exactly uh, and and them to be inferior to us you know yeah. that is uh, and so with all due respect yeah so that's what the britishers did 
they looked at india and africa and they said this is a country of savages and uh, uncivilized people we need to uh, make cities here we need that kind of modernity and for them what modern what was modern was uh, basically just destroying and ruining uh, they created a depe- they created a depe- dependency on men and like all these like things while we yeah. were a country while africa was a country which was self sufficient and had like a very good system so i mean of course uh, uh, you know like so the whole point is not to just like destroy the whole concept of like being saviors of people if you really want to make changes sit with the community ask what they need what kind of help they need from us it's not you know like uh, and you know yeah basically so there was this one video that oh my god i'm just like going on there was this one video basically <laughs> it's okay it was like these american teens coming from um uh yeah from america american teens yeah. come from america Whoa. america right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um they, so they, so it was like a red cross or something like that and they were coming to africa to build uh, houses and wells and all these things so um so this person who was in this um organization for a really long time he was saying that you know how harmful it was uh, people were thinking that oh what a great work like you know we're making houses for the homeless people we're making houses for africans what a great work charity but what they were doing is not listening to african people about what kind of homes do they need their layout or their needs they were just going there making their own thing not letting these people who know the best for their themselves uh, themselves yeah and they they wanted to basically create a dependency so what actually ha- was happening there was these people were getting humiliated and they were just like feeling there was this feeling of like oh we can't do anything ourselves we need a white man or we need a man who can come and do this for us so we can't even do a basic thing as building our houses so so they so you're saying indirectly or consciously unconsciously uh, the white themselves made an entire concept of dependency Uh, yeah. over these people and then there came a point where they just felt like hey we can't make it in life without someone actually uh, ruling over yeah. us or you know or and and then basically you're suggesting that we really need to go and listen first yeah. just listen to their problems yeah, listen to thing. their needs and then you know and then yeah, go on to helping them exactly like even the people on the internet now are just like you know opinions 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 and to create more con- content about like marginalized sections is like create content 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 is this like this whole rat race amongst you know to be woke to appear woke to not be woke but to appear woke to other people that's the whole point like you know you need to be smarter you need to be aware of these things but just pass the mic just amplify someone's voice uh, yeah. you know voices so there's yeah so there's this, so there are like few accounts um like gacy Uh, which does amazing work for lgbtq people there are a lot of artists there's a lot of resources there's um the follow the uh, people i follow is uh, alok men and him and there's jvm i mean there's a lot of people but um, in indian context i also follow jo uh, they put up a lot of uh, transgender issues uh, grace banu um there's a lot of people who you know we can follow and one of the things that we can do is like follow these accounts get to know what their problems are if they need any resources or any help if you can't help them then you can amplify voices there's always you know these are things that we can do for free we don't if we don't have money that's okay we can do it later but we can amplify voices and you know that's 
what yeah, is the and, need? Yeah, and you know, like, and, and, and I really need to bring this to point that uh, this is to anyone who is thinking why am I not having an LGBT person talk about this issue is because we are not only talking about LGBT. Uh, I'm, we are going to be talking about women's rights as well. We are going to be talking about casteism as well later on, which is this is just one bit of the entire episode, and and Nikita is just helping us with an opinion. She, uh, yeah. So the whole idea of why are you not getting someone on the spaces? I I hope we can try to get someone on the space and speak about it. We are going to be talking about women's issues, and it's important to give a trigger warning, did, yeah. right? So this is a trigger yeah. warning to everyone who's going to continue watching this episode, and because we will use words like uh, sexual assault, rape. Uh, you know those kinds of words are going to be in order and which is why this is a trigger warning for that but what is your entire point uh, or or opinion on correction and correcting and growing um, what do you think about that Nikita? so yeah like you mentioned you know we were talking few days back about like you know like correcting i don't want to correct people on like petty things as grammar and you know like if they're not using correct vocabulary i think a since the longest time i wanted to like i never thought like i can do academics like i am doing psychology which has a lot of research a lot of uh, you know academic stuff like heavy for academic stuff and i never thought i could do it because i was like oh my god my english sucks you know like i can't really do like proper like you know lot of like english and vocabulary and all of that nonsense which again is a whole thing so uh, you know what we i feel like you know researches should be accessible to people and the way things are written is you know like the way academic things are written and like such jargons and like bs it's like really like it just so when you read an article the whole point should be that we should understand and it's for like a huge masses so now i've understood that big words don't matter it doesn't matter how like you know yeah. the thing is we've been how polished your language it doesn't is, matter yeah. it doesn't matter it's english is not our first language like you know it's a lot of us have like you know you're a marathi speaker i am uh, malayalam i speak malayalam and you know there are so many other people and for us to have this entitlement of like you know oh my god like i'm going to correct everybody's like i know there was a phase where we always did that and this grammar nazi thing was like a big you know huge thing but then now we understand that it's all it doesn't matter like you know just let people speak let them live let them write let them put their art it's amazing after like you know that whole breakdown like there's this whole linguistic elitism like went away the we see so many people you know sharing their art and not feeling like they are, they can't do something just because there's a language yeah. barrier like once you get over that i think there's a there's a whole new world of like so much of good stuff uh anyway so um uh so you basically do mean that uh, they are not any more intimidated by yeah. anyone else's art yeah i hope you know? i hope we like continue to have like you know like continue to appreciate people for what they are speaking and not how are they speaking it how, how they are speaking yeah it doesn't i don't think it matters about like how they present it or you know those things would matter you know if they in other sense but i think right like you know the kind of uh, con- like you know i don't know like how to explain it but the space that the internet is now it's it's very welcoming like anybody can put up like more every- human yeah, more ev- human everybody has stories everybody has art you can it's very very 
you know so so for example like you know there are people who are like oh how can we uh, how, you know how can somebody from a malayalam community or like tamil uh, speaking person can come and talk about their opinions like rural or tribal people how, so we need to you know be the person who understands their stories and then speak so basically like hogging their space why not if we can watch like korean movies and uh, french movies if that's that's we can watch that with subtitles so why not watch this with sub, like you know uh, using subtitles so it's all about perspective and you know elite people hogging up the space and making <laughs> english this huge uh, uh, i don't know like it was very intimidating for me when i was growing up um, because a lot of people didn't speak english in my house i mean my so it was just like if you know i can never get into anything because i am not very fluent with english or it, you know a lot of people have this uh, problem so but now i've realized that it doesn't matter it's all about what you want to you know if if it's if it's a research it depends it, it matters like how you what you, what the content of it basically matters so uh, the idea of correction yeah so um i think it's we live in a world where we no longer can say that i don't know what this is this issue is about okay so i feel like that's just an excuse you're just making an excuse to live in your own bubble of privilege and it needs to be bursted now because there's a lot of things that going on in the world which needs our uh, voice and support in multiple ways you don't have to always go and stand in police station or protest all the time there are a lot of ways where you can help be it financially physically or emotionally being available for someone to listen to their worries or problems or issues or just their life we can always help in any other form you don't it doesn't have to be monetary always uh, so you know and uh, so there are a lot of people who say things like oh i never get to like see these issues because you you know you're very aware social justice wise i am aware because i'm following these pages on instagram or like twitter or anywhere it's it's mostly because you know i am putting an effort into following uh uh local voices people from the communities itself like so instead of i yeah. would i would suggest instead of following times of india or like big big brands which you know i mean it's good to follow them but also as well as you know um making note of what where is the speaker if they have an instagram account so you follow them so there's a lot of uh instagram accounts that i follow Uh, so i am you know i'm very very privileged so i and do. you know and you know and you know what we're going to do we're probably yeah. let's make a list later i do have a yeah. Tell, yeah yeah you know we let's release out a list later mm. to, uh, uh, about the kind of content and for what content who should follow for what content right okay. so if it's lgbt then we'll name out a few if it's women issues we'll name out a few and all of that and i get your point that i come across a lot of people who keep telling me that hey mere ko to ye cause dikhta nahi hai but mm-hmm. my point is the cause is not going to come to you yeah you have to go to the cause yeah you have to really go looking out for it because it's there it's, it's everywhere it's just one it, google click away. yeah it's all like, you have to do is yeah, like, it's you know, like search agar tum kim kardashian ke bachcho ke bare mein jaan sakte ho to why why not like मुझे ना इसके बारे में कुछ ओपिनियन नहीं है वैसे what like you know there's so many accounts that's constantly been talking about these issues all you have to do is just follow them 
you all you have to do is just like keep an up like you know like i am constantly putting out issues and you're telling me that you don't know these things and so basically you're not really bothered about what's happening that's the whole thing and you're not even ready to expose yourself yeah, you're not ready to expose yourself yeah, yeah so i mean like you know i so i used to think like it's all about empathy um i think it all comes down to like you know what like do you have an empathy um it's n- not more about sympathy but about empathy as in do you care for this person or oh, okay you care for this person you care about this community so what can you do to help them okay you can share a post amplify awareness spread awareness you can help them by paying somebody's fees or just like some monetary compensation so there's a lot of ways you can help so i think it's really important for us to accept our privilege that if we have internet we are already very privileged if we have we know how to speak english in india it's a very privileged setup like 60% or more than 40 50% of speak. our population doesn't even um you know they don't speak english yeah they don't speak english don't, don't a very small percentage of people are on the internet so people who are on instagram twitter and all these accounts that's a very small number of indians who are actually on these sites so we are very much privileged and we need to understand that you know like uh, it's not just about being in our own bubble it's also about knowing these issues and you don't have to be passionate about every single issue that pops up like you know like in the start you said so you can choose issues that you like please don't like you know don't like you know i see a lot of people who are like i'm really passionate about animal rights you know like adoption yeah yeah dog shouldn't like you know it's great zone safe zone it's, it's a, a very, very safe, safe zone um people always want to yeah it's it's always like diplomatic in uh, safe zones because sab cheezon ka do sides hota nobody really wants unconventional to have conversation uncomfortable yeah. and like you know have an opinion that is very god yeah nobody wants to have that conversations because what will people think of me what what if i lose friends you know and all like there are these a lot of things that goes on and so you see a lot of so you see a lot of people who for choose their causes because they think they have nothing to lose there right i think have, so they yeah they they're pretty safe yeah i think so like even with like women empowerment people continue to talk about issues like sexual harassment which already has laws which already is you know like it's good to talk about sexual harassment but i think it's very safe like you know every time there's a school project or any kind of project people have like these really kaun se to zamane ke era ke women issues like like you know like sati and all these things like people continue to talk about the same narratives without talking about what's actually happening in this world so like if so if it's like about uh, women from other so you're saying if it's so so you're saying if it's there if it's existing yeah. talk about it yeah. if it's it's a bygone if it's a bygone there's no point exactly. we understand yeah. that it was it was a big issue we understand it was a cause we respect it right yeah. but but are you ready to support something that's happening right yeah. now you know yeah. and which is that's po- all, yeah which is uh, you know political as well like people think that political is all about political mm-hmm. parties but it's not it's never about political parties it's all about the choices your identity other people's identity their choices it's all about that it's never about parties so 
um, so when 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 someone does ask you what's your political stand hmm. it's they're not asking you are you a right wing are you a left wing they're um, also asking you what causes you support right what yeah. causes you stand so polit- as a term it really odd thing to let's just hmm. say it's not just asking you where you what your government thinks you know or your what what you what you think the opposition is doing it's not only hmm. about political parties like you mentioned yeah i mean of course like but like people follow in right wing and left wing because that's one part of it yeah, yeah that yeah, that's yeah. one part of it but yeah, at yeah. the same yeah so it's a lo- whole lot of other things that that are in public issues that are happening in public and we are not yet addressing it right uh, that yeah. that also brings me to the point that you brought up women empowerment right and and yeah it's great i'm finally talking to a woman about women empowerment and 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 we are right here mm-hmm. and let's accept the fact and i think we do that we both are uh, privileged we both are privileged we come from good uh, places we've not seen the worst that has happened in the world I mean, the fact that we have graduated in subjects that we liked is a very big, big deal you know? it is you know yeah <laughs> some people yeah. don't even get to choose that yeah exactly like people have to like you know people have basic worries like worries like you know ba- not basic but you know there are like you know uh, they need to like get educated and you know get a house for their parents or you know get a place where their parents or any but like you know them they can live like those are people's priorities but we don't really have to think about those things and i really which is such a yeah. big deal and i am so sorry to interrupt but i do realize that everybody who's watching right now has to really understand yeah. if you graduate if you're a graduate within the subject it's that you in like india. in in india with yeah. the subject that you like you are bloody lucky and and you better yeah. understand and you don't take it for granted right because a lot of times you and and i have been surrounded by people who just say like are maine to kar liya bcom kar liya ba kar liya b you know bsc kar liya karne ke liye kar liya are but you had the money and the chance to actually sit in a classroom study step out with a degree in your paper like you know yeah. in your hand and and so so many people yeah so many people have to drop out to look after their families or just to feed them that's the like you know and these are people living in bombay not yeah, just like yeah not not urban know, area not rural not in, area yeah yeah there's so many people who are here so it's very i it's very ignorant of us to like constantly choosing to not look at that part of bombay and just focusing on you know like um everything is fancy everything is fancy and you know yeah mm-hmm, yeah i mean yeah it's really important for us to like also acknowledge like uh, first acknowledge our privilege and also to look beyond our privilege what world exists and how can we help like we have to help you know if you uh, i mean i don't think like you know if i mean i really believe in like we rise by lifting others women do go through a lot women empowerment it's not empowering women it's empowering women who are going through different struggles like you mentioned uh, there there could be sexual assault mm. there could be there could be uh, domestic violence there could be yeah. uh, female infanticide or you know there could mm. be uh, wage inequality for that matter of fact mm. and and i remember just sharing a lot of these posts with you over instagram Uh, which were about you know women talking about wage equal wage uh, inequality that has happened and this started i don't know if it did start back in hollywood yeah. and and where women started talking about how they are not getting paid the same money and that came down to india and now it's everywhere you know and i remember just talking to you about how uh, 
tomorrow when I do have the privilege to yeah. be in a space where I can tell someone, hey, I'm getting paid yeah. this much, and is this is my counterpart, and she doesn't get paid that much. we need i'm going to do this yeah. job only if we both I mean, get paid this like thing. yeah so 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 um yeah so i mean the whole thing the, you know like like the wage gap is one of one of the most like you know talked issues that people are talking about emma watson is talking about it a lot of celebrities are talking about it um so the thing is yeah so uh, but like you know we are addressing it so i think there's like you know um a lot of people also say like you know feminists uh i mean so so the thing is like people don't understand that women um women studies are called feminist studies like you know a, a lot of uh, uh studies that originated like whenever uh, women were allowed and ac- had access to a lot of right like, to write their own like there were so many books that were written about women which were not even uh, like you know written by a woman it was always written by a man so it was i think until like what fifth like i don't know it was like really late that women started writing their like you know for talking about their issues and all these things um yeah so the like my point is um that you know like feminist studies originated and all these things happened so a lot of people think there's urban in india wage gap is one of the issues but there's a lot of other issues uh that doesn't go uh that that's not recognized enough because of you know caste based violence and it really matters like you know feminism is intersectional like i was you know we were talking about it so it so if i so i am a woman who lives in mumbai okay so i do have my challenges and a lot of limitations because of my identity as a woman but there are also a lot of women in rural areas and wherever they are based like you know wherever their geography geographic location is yeah. like so they ha- so there are that those while while um violences and a lot of limitations that they have even trans women have to face a lot of uh uh you other set of challenges so it's never like universal problems faced by uh, all women equally so you know when we see like, like panels of women we need to see more diverse uh, voices we can't always have one person from one university like you know this always like if you mostly like look at panels of women talking about women issues it's usually just like the same kind of women from same kind of socio political or economic uh, uh condition yeah backgrounds and the the funny thing is you know nikita i have never seen a real real dalit woman in the worst of her scenarios being set up on a panel and asked her to talk asked to be asked to talk about her issues there will always be a dalit woman who was dalit who is dalit obviously and has grown to now be an elite person like who is now in a good stage in life and then she sits on that panel and talks about uh, again the whole idea of how like you mentioned the elite is hogging over the issues Uh, i like yeah. like at the say, the fact that you could be a you could be a woman but you are you are a privileged woman and you know there are women who go through worse and are you really talking to them you know that's the whole idea that we are talking here about yeah so so so, so if you are ex- discussing like women experiences or like okay what 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 challenges do women face 
we are only looking at experiences and challenges of women from this socio-economic conditions. It's never about people from lower caste or from Dalits or trans women. Like there's a lot of issues that these people also face, which needs to be addressed. Yeah. I think it's really evident to say, with all due respect, it's very easy to put a Deepika Padukone on stage and to be asked to talk about mental illness. Uh, because she's gone through it in a public space and then she has the courage to talk about it in a public space because she has people who are ready to listen to her media who can come at at a single call but then but you know yeah but then the thing is surprisingly i mean uh, you know when she talked about like you know her uh, mental health there were a lot of people who were like why why is she making a fuss about it yeah criticism that she yeah but but you know like uh, I I do respect the fact that you know she talked about depression and she talked about mental health and she did and actually yeah and she went uh, on to and she went on to create uh, an yeah. organization or a space and I and was I'll, so glad yeah. that she actually put her words yeah. into action you know yeah it's like it's really important for people to look up to people who have faced similar challenges so if there is someone who is going through depression or or has been through depression and if they see someone like you know as glamorous as Deepika Padukone they feel like oh like if she has gone through gone through it and you know there's a sense of solidarity that they have so it's really again it's important which is why it's important for people to have representations of all kinds of experiences on screen on like on our media so you know like we need more actor actress uh, actors and when i say actors men i mean both. women and men both we need more actors um, who are you know fat who are dark skinned who are who have like a lot of acne we don't need perfect people like you know if isn't it usually people say that you know cinema is all about like real life it's based on real life isn't isn't that something yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure it's a thing that goes around you know, that like they a, say it's a reflection of life it's they reflection yeah but it's not like which woman on screen like ha- like you know jitne bhi aurte hum dekhte hamare baju mein everybody in india especially we are india like you know our uh, regions we are supposed to have like you know curvy and uh, bigger bodies nobody is zero figure, figure like you know 80% of India's population is not thin or has like you know the correct hourglass figure screen, that yeah. we see on on the screen so yeah or like fair people like I remember like you know being so conscious about my skin color for the long like you know for the fo- longest time because I was surrounded by North, North Indians and they didn't feel like I was pretty fair. enough because I was yeah. in you know fair skin yeah so we need represent like you know correct and accurate representations on media and all kinds of bodies all kinds of colors and all kinds of you know like you know even in movies like casteism is such a big thing like there are always like Raichans, Saxena and like you know these big big uh, uh, like koi bhi shinde nahi hai ya koi matlab aise chote mote surname nahi hai aise kyu hai like there always has to be like you know uh, okay. Hi. Yes, he will be on the podcast today. Yeah, I think we're going to just we're just going to name it youths to. among the young feet Nikita Nair and Hugo. <laughs> okay. Will you put this? Will you put this? Yeah. So, I mean, 
yeah and like we, uh, we were yeah, talking, talking about, about issues, like, issues women about and and uh, using the right uh, i th- at the same time using the right term as well right and you were talking about how uh, 80% of women are not thin they are not the hourglass shape mm-hmm. cinema reflects yeah. a different version yeah. a very developed and updated version of women uh, and uh, and a, developed up- upd- yeah, updated yeah. in terms of and like the, what they think is uh, is how you know Uh, is okay, right and, yeah. and it's not the reality yeah. the reality is way different than that yeah. uh, women of color yeah. I, i think racism happens to be one of the biggest things uh, today uh, black women we witish women for that matter of fact even you know and i don't yeah. want to push in myself but i do remember coming ro- across a lot of people who kept telling me that acne is not normal for men you know why do you have acne you know yeah. uh, so so i think a lot yeah. of these issues at the same time even in india for that matter of fact for being a country <laughs> where half of them are fair the other half are not and then we have another section in the middle that's british so i think when there's so yeah. much of diversity we are at such such risk yeah. of losing sanity uh, you know at the same time yeah. and uh, which is why it was important to talk to you because uh, then we bring then we bring up people like you know like you mentioned savitri bai phule uh, tara bai shinde yeah. in con- current uh, scenarios we have uh, michelle obama we have arundhati roy yeah. you know we have uh, yeah. uh, i i forgot her name fedis fedis souza fedis souza fedis souza is also uh, anti caste cat i yeah. really like we are going to we are going to put yeah, all of that so in cool. yeah she, yeah anti caste cat like so her instagram handle is anti caste cat uh, uh, but her name is divya kandukri ya yeah, priyanka paul um, harnit kaur um, um yeah a lot of my friends chenika iyer um, yeah it, it, every you know, name like is all important these people, every name is important yeah like it's it's really like you know we need like the thing is when we talk about feminism it's usually about like oh like you know it's all about the west but we have such good feminists in india and you know they are working they are working like tirelessly there are so many accounts that you know take the initiative to actually break down feminism and a lot of issues like toxic masculinity uh gender roles um gender norms patriarchy uh, you know sexism misogyny misandry a lot of things that is you know people are dissecting and these are things that they are do- na- oh my god that that they are doing for you know like they're not doing it for like there's nothing there's no reward on anything is this the pure passion that these people are you know yeah. um, just to bring about a change for the very fact that they mm, even if they yeah. could change one mindset out there uh it yeah. will make a huge difference yeah. right i think that that's yeah. that's really about so women yeah and like you know following like you know like uh, like when i first started following like uh, divya kandukri that they were she was talking about a lot of dalit issues that i felt like oh are they are these things even necessary and these are like really small issues okay so i would feel like are these necessary like isn't this like really small but then that's the thing like i realize that you know these are very small things that needs to be changed and addressed and what i as a privileged person small. may think is small is not small for a lot of people so you know I, i as a woman when i talk about you know women issues or like how to not ha- like uh, tolerate casual sexism or misogyny other men or other women might look at as like are ye to kitni choti cheez hai why you always sensitive why you always have to be a party pooper and not you know go on with our jokes and stuff like that so you know again just like follow people 
who follow do a right lot people. of work follow in that right area people. and just listen yeah. to them. Just listen to the community. Yeah, so if, if a marginalized community, it's really important. If a marginalized community is telling us not to say certain words, just don't say the certain words. We do not have the right to sit and debate on it and think that what should be a problem with this. No. If, if a marginalized community is telling us not to use certain words or phrases, simply like just don't refrain from using those words or terms. So, yeah, I mean, it's really important to follow people and like read their experiences and to understand where they're coming from instead of, again, hogging up space and, you know, always talking for the voiceless and, you know, just like being, just like listening and learning. That's, I think, I think that's what we can do as like allies, be it allies of LGBTQ people, Dalit people, um, allies of uh, uh, people uh, facing, facing racism. What we can do is like learning, watching a lot of films, watching a lot of movies. There are rap songs about so many, you know, things that's happening, a lot of art that has been put out listening learning and just amplifying their voices instead being their voice so it's mostly about like you know amplifying their voices i want to talk about the this feature film sort of a thing that came which is called period the end of sentence which is on netflix and i remember watching it and the taboo yeah. that menstruation is and the taboo that women women bleed and and the and just again just to bring a point that you, if you are privileged yeah. enough to know what a pad is to afford a pad yeah. uh, to wear one uh, you yeah. should consider yourself lucky you know because there are women out there using cloth yeah grass uh, dry grass i yeah. don't even know the kind of yeah. things that they dry grass i mean the yeah. uh, handkerchiefs uh, i i can't even think of uh, the things yeah. that they've gone through to you know to not even know and yeah. not even have the time to really uh, or the F, or people yeah. around who could support yeah. them for wearing something like this. Uh, so so that that ha- that I have to uh, mention that if if anyone's out there who is who wants to know a little bit about menstruation and and what problems women face, they should totally watch period the end of sentence. Which brings me to another yeah. section, uh, Nikita, where we really talk about caste. Uh, now uh, on whole soul and I and before we begin I have to remind or I have to tell people again for any trigger warning or any any issue that's about uh, that's yeah. been discussed here to tell you that I belong yeah. to a backward class and I can talk about yeah. it uh, because I have known my ancestors who went through it and they've had their mm. share of struggle mm. and I've only been hearing stories of them and and somehow somewhere in in and around do realize and I do see casteism still happening uh, and it's a big it, as, as small as people think it is it's not a reservation reservation has been it's the not. greatest debate of law of all time uh, a lot of youngsters have just unreasonable anger and frustration against these people who apparently take their seats uh, you know yeah because they because yeah what people don't what people don't understand is this is like an affirmative action for uh, you know like for and, and the thing is you know like people think that every organization where there's a res- reservation but it's only in public universities it's not in private universities reservations don't happen in private universities so i remember reading about like you know so there was this um, article that i was reading and it's talk about like how many so there's like um, 
not a lot of a very small number of public universities have reservations and that's an and these are affirmative actions so that people can like you know people from lower castes and dalits who have been oppressed for centuries and years and years can ha- you know can even um you know think of like getting an education getting a degree so that it further benefits them you know it further benefits their family and their uh, like the next generation so for a lot of people uh this is you know we've had like uh, this is the first time somebody in their family is you know writing 10th standard exam or 12th standard exam yeah. you know first time completing their education and which is such a big thing and like you know a lot of people think that itna kuch nahi hai it is something that's you know which was abolished pehle and uh, and we don't have discrimination we see so many if there's lynching there's people from you know usually from uh, dalit um or or from lower caste which are usually uh, victims of lynching even in uh, recently there were like you know uh, student even in student deaths i think in t- uh, 2018 um around uh, there was some number it was like 27 may say 23 people were dalit That's people who were, yeah. who were who who uh, died mm-hmm. by suicide so these are like really huge numbers so like 27 may say like 23 so of course caste casteism still exists so what people need to understand is like racism casteism is a system it is not just people it is a whole system structure it's you a know structure. it is a structure so when we talking about a ball like you know casteism we're not pointing to any like people in the sense uh, you know there are a lot of people who are um, there's a lot of supremacy from the i mean like you know we've heard so many stories about how lower caste women were not even allowed like in the south uh, travancore Cher- yeah, yeah in chertala and i'll tell you i'll tell you i'll tell you a lot of these people who have been yeah. killed who have been just killed by people yeah. beaten up and killed because they belong belong Lo- to us yeah. that doesn't about the entire atrocity of how their shadows were not allowed they yeah. they were they were asked to sit not allowed in temp yeah. yeah they were asked to sit separately use different utensils just talking about how we've really heard about a lot about uh, people who are from the lower caste people who belong to these uh, thing and like i mentioned about this undue anger this this hate against students who belong to that caste hate against for the very fact the great ambedkar uh, you know brought this entire thing into force so that we could live a life as equal if not equal at least close enough to those uh, from the upper caste and who are well to do who are elite as as said and and even though he did try to put his effort law you know about half 50 years back uh, i have to say that this issue still exists uh, and and for a real reason a lot of us who belong to this uh, background in this caste are really thankful to someone like him and not just him yeah. a lot of other people who went on to really write about caste write, write about the issues that these people face uh, as we do face or you know I mean, yeah. for the for the sheer fact that I was constantly called out uh, for because I paid less fees as compared yeah. to other students because I belong to an SC caste or you know I pay I have a seat mm. so yeah. some even that I think even that is casteism with the fact yeah. that you are calling me out how can you call me out right yeah <laughs> I mean uh, people won't talk about like you know contact or like management positions that you pay so they can put okay that is okay. Yeah. just because you have contacts that's fine but if you have like a reservation then that's not 
I mean, yeah. you know, like people will go on to like ask their fathers to like or like their uncle and auntie to give them an internship or a job. That's fine, but reservation is somehow really the most worst thing ever. Yeah, exactly, it's, and it was you know, such a big thing, right? I remember so many of uh, our counter. Uh, you know, people just arguing about it all the time. That they, they're like, how can you? Have? And uh, and this is, can you imagine? This is two seats. This is two seats in yeah. a college, yeah. in a class, uh, where you have, where you as general have like, I don't know, whatever, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five seats. Then forget us, the situation in the northeast. Uh, hmm. I mean, we can't even go there. That's another whole ball game where they people from the northeast suffer a lot, and for, they're, they're, yeah, they she, they suffer like racism. Yeah, racism, racism on a yeah. huge level, you know, and they travel. All even the way with here. corona, like uh, with all these coronavirus, like you know, people are spitting on them. They're like these all these cases of like uh, abuse, like growing and rising because of uh, you know just because people don't know geography. Uh, well, and you know, like, you and, know, and even yeah. even how easily they just say, uh, "Itum Chinese, ah, na, itum Japanese." Yeah. You know, I, what if I was from Tibet? What if I was from uh, Meghalaya? What if I was from Assam? You know, I could be from all of these parts. Uh, you know, Bengal for that matter. For any anything, yeah. right? But it's so easy to just. Is isn't Tibet not part of India? It's not part of India, but people yeah, from yeah, there yeah. look yeah, similar. Like, yeah. They have similar. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. But but that's the whole idea, right? These uh, this entire section of uh, of land where people look similar, uh, yeah. and they get stereotyped or they just get called out for ge- one general nationality, that you come China, say, or you come Japan, you know that that entire yeah. thing happens a lot, uh, and I I we we could be nothing but sorry and obviously amplify their voices at the same time. I was like, you know talking about like how their systems are like. You so in the West, it's not yeah. enough to be not racist. Every single day, you have to be anti-racist. So here, we have to every single day we have to be anti-casteist. You know, um, so if we see any like jokes or any comments or anything that's being, uh, you know, talked like you know, so we just have to be like, hey, that's not funny, and you can't, you know, addressing those things like you said, correcting like you know, we see a lot of people making memes. Which are not really memes. I mean, you know, like about protesters or about certain people. Like I've seen memes and I've been really angry and like shocked as to like how these people can just dehumanize uh, this entire community, which is struggling. They don't have rights. They don't. They their entire community has been you know facing such real and like massive. Threats, you know, like if we talk about trans community, people like you know tra- trans people face a lot of abuse. With Dalits, also they face a lot of abuse because people think that you know these like there's this ego and a lot of like you know these people don't deserve to be here and a lot of like all animosity that goes around. So um, it's really important. And a lot of times we don't even we don't even hear about them, right? We, there could be 10 dalits dead in in a rural area and we will never know about them and nobody will investigate that case because it's not important yeah. because the, those lives are not yeah. important they are they are petty lives yeah. as, as compared to those yeah 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 even so even with like so recently um, there was this you know airplane crash in like kerala a lot of footage 
was shown uh, uh, on the same day there was in Idiki there was uh, you know 30 or a uh, lot of people died a lot of farmers died and you know there was not much coverage on like uh, other than uh, Asianet or local channels there were not there was not much coverage on uh, any other mainstream media so it just shows that you know that people a lot of media uh, like as well. farmers of or media people like well, you know yeah. daily wage laborers are not that important for uh, a lot of mainstream people they like looking at people oh yeah, a lot of media. Yeah, so, like, so it's like, you know, a plane crash, okay, so privileged people can happen with Oh my God, this is so sad. Sympathies and like, you know, all these things. Like, a lot of things keep but happening. But it can't but be the only like, thing. Again, the celebrity's death, you know, which, which should be, uh, there's a lot of conversations going on about good and bad. But then, you know, just, you know, we can't always be, you know, we can't, there are so many farmer suicides that, that, that has happened, which hasn't been given you know it's due recognition or like there hasn't been any talk about it so you know when we talk about mental health when we talk about feminism it's really important to talk about economic and dots, political conditions as well you cannot talk about these issues isolated we need to address all other issues yeah because it's like you know mental health is intersectional so there's gender there's caste there's class there's language there's a lot of where where are they located so if i look i live in bombay so i have access to a lot of mental health clinics there are free there are a lot of you know subsidized therapies but somebody who lives in like a rural area or somewhere you know in, in the interiors might not have access to it so there's a lot of layers to this and i see a lot of influencers and people talking about mental health but don't talk about politics and the economic or socio-economic conditions attached to it so when we are having conversation, let's also talk about, you know, why uh, why is like, you know, one aspect of their identity or like few aspects of their identity causing so much stress to them. So, yeah, you cannot just be like, yeah. you know, we can't always be like, oh, yeah, I'm apolitical and, you know, be proud about it. It's nothing to be proud about. Like, I feel like it's when I hear somebody saying apolitical, I just like in my head, I'm just like rolling my eyes like, you know, like few times because there's nothing called as apolitical. It's all about you being in your bubble of privilege and you just not, you're just completely ignoring the other realities which are very much present, you know. And right now, there's a lot of things that's coming up because of internet and, you know, all these issues that are being talked about. So if you are being apolitical, it's just you being ignorant and I don't, yeah. I just feel like that's just you constantly and consciously. And, yeah. and I'm glad... Yeah, yeah, I'm so sorry, you're completely yeah, I mean, consciously... Yeah, constantly choosing to be ignorant. You know, if you're not looking up issues, you're not reading more about these issues, that means you just don't care. Like, you know, there's not much more to it. And, and the, oh, I hear this a lot. Like, people talk about, like, you know, uh, you know, the news is, like, really sad. It's very heartbreaking. So I don't listen to the news that much, you know. I don't read newspapers. Uh, I don't know about these issues, yeah. Like, you know, this is something that a lot of privileged people talk about yeah. but I just feel like you know it's easy for us it's easy for me to like you know be like I'll take two days I'm not gonna like look at social media and I'll take a break it's easy for me to detach my politics from my you know other life but for people whose you know, their identity is based on these politics like, you know their identity is politics for uh, everyone else like for the so word, being for the yeah word. for so so in a protest like if there are trans people you know they are the ones who's going to be arrested first 
they're the ones who are you know not going to have enough financial or financial or emotional support so if there are dalit people or you know people with like this so they can't uh, get away or detach themselves from their identities so which is why us being you know privileged it's more important for us to stand in solidarity and uh, be there and you know to to be like allies for them and with them you are so i'm calling you youth among the young and i'm going to tell i'm going to ask you to tell me what it feels like as a psychology student as a normal youngster you know what it feels like to be someone who is surrounded by so many people who are so mm. not passionate so not de- determined uh, or or their mm. hearts don't burn when they mm. hear about such things what does it feel like to be surrounded by these people and and what no i'm not even saying an advice but what would you tell them like is is it time <laughs> get up i mean i think everybody has been talking about like you know it's time get up and all these things i think basically like for me um for me it's just about like you know meeting uh people having friends or having conversations with people other than your like other than people who look like you who sound like you so you know like people from other you need to have like much more diverse friends so that like really helps in you know understanding where people are coming from or you know um what are their experiences that's the best way to you know um uh be aware of certain things which helps you to get connected to various issues is and and as psychology student i don't know like i, I in terms of social justice i think it's really important like in the world we are living in right now whether it's it's about it's it's about you know like um it's about their survival it's not about it, it's literally about basic rights it's nothing about anything luxurious or anything it's not you know it's not it's about survival and human rights it's not about an opinion like pineapple on pizza or like you know all these things that that op- opinions are okay if if it's different but it's all about survival and if you don't think a person deserves human rights equal rights just because they are from a different sexual orientation or caste or creed or race or you know just, just i it's just i just cannot fathom that you know there are people who exist who don't want to give rights to other people or who think that you know these people should be treated as criminals or the um atrocities that happen against them you can just like turn a blind eye and not actually care for it i don't i feel like you know the education and whatever you are studying is like absolutely wasted and that's what i feel like you know like why do, why are we getting educated not just to feed ourselves and not just to have like so many materialistic things obviously we cannot address yeah. every minor issue obviously we cannot get on to every news article every every incident that has happened in the country or the history for that matter of fact uh, this episode is uh, just to give you an overview about what you could do as yeah. a normal person as an average person to change your attitude change your behavior towards people with uh, who yeah. are going through a lot in very majorly just recognize your privilege recognize your privilege move on beyond your privilege then see what yeah. you can do to help someone uh, yeah and and i mean you don't have to do it like every waking uh, you know day 
I mean hour of your life or like your day you don't ha- have yeah. to constantly be and like, that's not what I do or that's not what anybody does who's an activist or is in the you know in this space it's all about like you know prioritizing your issues priority so there are certain issues for me that are very long term so i know that you know i need to take and need certain amount of time and you know how to put things out or how to work for it but there are certain issues that needs uh fatafat attention so the, you know recently there was eia so we needed to work on and then we sent petitions and like all these things so these small things you need to act quick yes the link is in the link is in your bio yeah. and i did go through it and i yeah. mailed it and i have to tell everyone else no it's done the link is yeah, in the bio yeah but it's like I, it's it was done? like the last date was 11th august i think yeah Okay, yeah achha. but there were, but it's yeah done. but then yeah, then told me that you know there were like around 20 lakh or something uh, petitions that were sent more than that so yeah i mean the whole you know there are certain issues that need are that we need to prioritize and there are certain issues that we need so mental health is something really long term um but issues that needs you know like if there are certain cases that needs like urgent urgent attention urgent urgent attention yeah but at the same time you nikita doesn't mean that mental issue mental health is not an important issue it is equally important but it's just a long term thing uh yeah you know and there are things that happen right now which need your urgent attention uh but but yes i think yeah. it's a never ending yeah. thing uh, i don't think so we will ever yeah. get tired of talking about it but yeah. i do have before i mean closing this i have to thank you nikita for taking this hour out uh for actually speaking to us about yeah <laughs> actually speaking to us about yeah. the issues uh the struggle uh just making us better people in terms of how Thank we can you. address others how we can ask yeah. others if they need help if we can listen to them uh, i think it's a big share of difference that we've made by just having an hours of an hour of conversation about this uh i i don't think so it's important to tell people to <laughs> at least in this episode like it if like it if you want to like it subscribe if you want to subscribe <laughs> share if you want to share but at least go out help someone uh, make a difference um, sign a petition yeah. uh, you know write a paper research paper make a video about a cause you like uh, make art hey so the next time someone asks you how are you doing you better say i'm alive and kicking thank you for making it till the end of the podcast you can check out our other episodes and visit our social media pages for other alive and kicking related content thank you